0: welcome to Equip and Elevate 2024. I trust you've had an amazing start to the year and eager for incredible things that God has in store for you and your personal and professional journey. As we embark on this new season, our podcast structure is going to get an amazing leg over, featuring three key segments, Navigating Lessons with Ayanda, Equip Her Elevation featuring exceptional women who are experts in their field, three episodes showcasing Phenomenal Women's Inspiring Journey. To to kick off the year, today's episode will dive into the valuable lessons I've learned during my career journey. Our series this month is all about focusing on your career, aligning perfectly with this fresh start of the year. Plus, we've got an exciting career makeover giveaway that's currently running. Make sure to check out Instagram for more details. In today's episode we'll be diving into my career playbook Lessons I wish I had known sooner. This isn't a blueprint, it's a collection of insights I wish someone had shared with me during my journey. Remember this episode is part of the Navigating navigating Lessons with IANA segment. So to get started I will really start with dealing with imposter syndrome. That's the first lesson I think a lot of people have struggled with is imposter syndrome. Personally, I've struggled with the feelings of unworthiness, questioning whether I have really belonged in certain spaces. This internal conflict will often manifest itself as a persistent self-doubt and this internal dialogue of self-doubt questioning my abilities and achievements. And also the spirit of comparison, you know, comparing myself to other people, which reinforce this feeling that I was not adequate. And this overemphasis on my mistake, I would also place excessive importance on failures and things that would lead back to the sense of unworthiness. And I think one of the things that I also struggled with is downplaying accomplishments. What I'll tend to do is I would attribute my success to external factors. So dealing with imposter syndrome in my journey, I had to find a way to deal with it. And that's how I used that to turn to God. And that's the only way I navigated through these feelings. It wasn't an immediate fix, but rather it was a gradual process. Some of the things I learned was focusing on the promises God has for me, mainly that... Embracing that God equips those he calls, Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Having grace and forgiveness for myself, I had to embrace self-compassion and move forward despite past mistake and not, not, and not being hard on myself. Another key thing I had to do was to renew my mind. Applying the principle of renewing my mind, Romans 12 verse 2. By challenging those negative thoughts with God's truth. Oh, and lastly, recognizing that my skills are a gift from God. If you're in the same space and still dealing, remember that it's important to self-reflect, challenge those negative thoughts, build self-compassion and grace for yourself. You need to recognize and celebrate your achievements, acknowledge your personal growth, and understand that perfection is not a realistic standard. Another key thing in dealing with imposter syndrome is building your confidence, which is about understanding your identity in christ and trusting god's plan for our lives it's important to be self-aware i had to learn and understand my strengths and my weaknesses in this way as able to reflect on accomplishments and the value that i bring to the table you need to develop also a positive mindset which I know can really be, oh, develop a positive mindset, what does that mean? For me, it was choosing empowering thoughts and affirmation. A positive mindset is a foundation of confidence. Remember, you need to renew your mind and meditate on the promises God has for you. By simply saying, I know God has called me for a time such as this, or Psalms 54, the Lord is my strength and my shield and my heart trusts in him and he helps me. Lastly, be the best version of yourself. Embrace your uniqueness, leverage your strengths, strive for personal improvement. So that's how I have navigated around dealing with the pastor syndrome. And again, it's just my journey. Lesson two, be teachable. One of the best things someone once said, I don't know is the best tool to grow as a person. When I look back to my journey, I found myself in a very unique position where I was transitioning from being a lawyer and diving into operations and working as part of a team that was building a tech startup. Although I had a passion for creating things from ground up, I was well aware that there were numerous skills I needed to acquire. So to bridge this gap, I actively sought out and consumed relevant materials, listening to podcasts that were relevant to my industry, doing short courses, generally, just generally upskilling. I had to learn to stay curious about my industry, my role, and the world around me. The more curious I was, the more I discovered and the more I grew. One of the strategies I would encourage you to adopt is one, a growth mindset. I had to adopt a growth mindset. I had to learn to approach my work with an eagerness to learn, adapt and continuously improve. To foster growth mindset, I would recommend delving into deeper understanding of your work, of your industry. Regularly ask yourself, What can I still learn to ensure that I'm fulfilling my role and adding value to the company as a whole? This mindset shift not only positions you as a perpetual learner, but it propels your professional development, contributing to both personal and organizational growth. Another part of being teachable is constructive criticism. This is so important, it was very key in my journey, which, which involved learning to embrace constructive criticism. Which was not something that was easy for me, but as I was still in the process of developing my self-confidence, but to navigate this, I had to humble myself, acknowledging when I didn't know something, and learning from my mistakes, and were a crucial part of my personal and professional development, or professional growth. Trust me, embracing constructive criticism is not always easy, however, viewing it as a stepping stone rather as an obstacle leads to self-improvement and you become more confident you know around you know learning about all these things and i i think the last one is really around being teachable is skill set In my journey, another pivotal step step involved conducting a thorough self-audit of my skills. If you find yourself in a very similar situation, take time to identify the areas where you lack proficiencies and strategically work towards filling those gaps. It's crucial to allocate dedicated time for continuous learning and development. Personally, what I did was I enrolled in different courses and I explored opportunities to upscale. There are numerous free resources and affordable short courses available, such as Udemy, if you aren't able to access the more traditional routes because they are not feasible financially. So I really hope that helps you in really understanding how you can be teachable. That's how I learned to work better and be teachable in a space where I did not know how to navigate as someone who came from law and now moving to a tech space that's not just tech, but agri and tech in one. Lesson three, I would say one thing that I had to learn is to be prepared and take initiative. One valuable piece of advice from a partner emphasised a secret to do well in the workplace is preparation. I needed to learn the importance of being a master of my own material and that was through preparation. In practical terms this lesson translates into understanding the objectives before any presentation or task it meant diving into the details and understanding the goals and expected outcomes to approach the work with clarity and also taking initiative is another key part in staying ahead of the task at hand and proactively considering what are the next steps is so crucial you guys know I love Robin Sharma, so through Robin Sharma's perspective, initiative is the currency for the ambitious. I came to understand, and I think a lot of my people I'm surrounded by, that waiting for learning opportunity is not enough. You need to actively seek them out because this demonstrates a commitment to growth speaks volume about one's disability. And i think it's so key i mean i always remind myself that listen i work for god not for anyone else drawing wisdom from scripture you know that whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working as you are working for the lord not for human masters lesson four strategic career goal setting is an important part of navigating your professional journey it's really about ensuring that your actions aren't just aimless but purposefully leading you to the next phase. And it doesn't have to be like in the next 10 years, I have to be the CEO of this company. It can simply be something around what are your plans for the year or what are your plans for the next six months. So make sure you clarify your vision. Don't just go with the win. clearly define where you want to go in your career begin by envisioning your aspirations understand your passions and align them with your goals with your vision that excites and motivates you and what an exciting time to be in a space where you can do something that excites and motivates you and obviously guys just make sure that that also is able to somehow pay you because you know we know we all have bills number two set smart goals ensure your goals are smart specific measurable achievable relevant and time-bound smart goals provide a clarity and serve as a roadmap for achieving tangible results in your career and i think another key thing in this also align with your core values your goals should align with your core values consider what truly matters to you aligning your goals your values are ensuring a fulfilling and purposeful or purpose-driven career. I know for sure that when I wake up every morning when I go to work, that I know that I'm operating from a place of purpose because the work we do is all about impact. And for me, I feel like that's a space where I'm called to do impact. It's not about vocation, but it's more so what is the end result, which is impact. And I want to draw back to scripture where Proverbs 16 verse three, where it says that commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. So always go back to him and say, Lord, this is what I have. Lord, this is what I wanna do. Please help me in this process. And I think as part of this, um, is really gratitude and trust in God's timing. You need to approach your career goals with a heart of gratitude for God's opportunities or for the opportunities that God can provide for you. You need to trust in his timing for your career. I think this is important because we tend to look at what everyone else is doing around us, or oh, this person is excelling this way, this person's going this route. Maybe your career is not meant to be linear. So you need to also trust in his timing and remember that your goals are your goals. They're not your goals and everyone else's goals because it's your journey. Your journey is unique, your journey is different, and God has plans for you. Number five, this is one of the most important things that I've had to navigate around. I've spoken about this before and how I never always took care of myself. But you need to remember, you are important. You need to look after yourself. Taking care of yourself is so important. We need to move away from this notion of burning out and rather instead focus on building a self-care strategy that supports all parts of your life. You need to prioritize your well-being. It's not just you know many a recommendation but it's a fundamental shift away from this detrimental notion of burning out so have self-care strategies firstly we're dropping this notion of burnout we're moving it away from this idea of pushing until we drop instead envision a transformative journey towards Building a holistic self-care strategy that supports every facet of your life. So you need to prioritise your well-being in all parts of your life. Establish practices that nurture your physical, your mental and emotional health. Ensuring that you're equipped to navigate through challenges with resilience and strength. Remember, you are important, invest in your own well-being. Is not a gift it's not only a gift to yourself but it becomes a bedrock for a sustained success in both your personal and professional journey so guys those are my five lessons i really hope that they were useful i hope that you're able to sit there and say oh i can actually draw some stuff and take down and use that as a stepping stone or use that as a point of departure so remember number one this is how I dealt with it in overcoming imposter syndrome we need to focus our focus those on we need to move away from those negative patterns and rather focus on God's truth for your life and his promises for you and more practically I think you can listen back to the video and see how you can overcome that number two be teachable that is like the most key thing that you can also do because it allows you to grow and to acquire more skills be prepared I mean guys being prepared and taking initiative, trust me, sometimes someone may be smart, but if they walk into a presentation before um, a meeting and they haven't prepared anything, I mean, how are you gonna present to, your, to to the team or present to your stakeholders? But if you're prepared, it already distinguishes you from the next person. Number four, Having a strategic career goal, career goals is also very important. And as I said, it doesn't have to be five years from now, because, you know, you need to allow God to also move in that and you need to trust his plan for your life. But also allow yourself to build something for six to ten months or six to two years, six months to two years. What does it look like? And lastly, I think I'll always speak about this you are important. Invest in yourself. You need to take care of yourself emotionally, physically, mentally, and really move into understanding how you can develop these self-care strategies. So I really hope these five lessons help you. Um, please let me know how you navigated your career at the beginning. What are some of the things that you wish someone had told you when you first started working? If that's something you can share please share in the comment section so that other people can also be as blessed and be equipped and elevated by what you have to share and if you listen to the podcast please also make sure you comment and let us know or leave a review just to share what you would have loved to have known when you first started working till next time i hope you stay equipped and elevated love ayanda I hope you were equipped and elevated by today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved what you heard, please share with others and post about on social media. Remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Ayanda underscore Vanna, and on Twitter, Ayanda Vanna. See you in the next episode.